the chances of the America's Cup being defended in New Zealand does appear to be slipping. If you can, uh, you know, if you read the reports, there's an offer of around $100 million from the government and Auckland Council, but apparently that has been rejected by Team New Zealand. And you may be also interested to know, you know, the, the, since March, negotiators have been trying to thrash out a deal to get it across the line so the event will be hosted in this country, in yeah. Auckland at the Viaduct there, which is a beautiful venue. It's the best ever. But $100 million isn't going to cut it because apparently rumours are that offshore offers are similar to around sort of 200 plus million. And also, um, it appears that the good faith negotiating and Auckland first right of refusal to host the next match, that window for that negotiation is going to end on June 17, so not very far away at all. So what's it all about? Is $100 million a reasonable offer or is it not? Uh, Peter Lester, world champion sailor and, of course, broadcaster through the Cup, joins us now. G'day, Peter. Hello, Peter. G'day, guys. I hear you down in Christchurch. Yeah, yes, exactly. Hey, so, so Peter... This may seem like an exceptionally naive question, but what is the hundred million or two hundred million? Where does that money go? Well, it certainly doesn't all go to the team, and and it's one of the one of my frustrations, even with the thirty six America's Cup, of course, that, that we won. Yeah. It, it was very convenient for the politicians to band around this. I think the figure was like one hundred and thirty four million, mm. but but only a fraction of that goes to the team. Probably something like thirty million. All the rest goes into running of the event, and of course the massive infrastructure upgrade and the development of the Winyard Quarter and getting rid of that ghastly tank farm down there, which that job's only half done. So the benefit to downtown Auckland, again, has been huge, as it was in 2000 when, of course, uh, Team New Zealand bought it back in 95 and Peter Blake led the initial development of um, the Viaduct Basin. And, and so a big chunk of that money goes actually into improving downtown Auckland. So what would happen then in the scenario, Peter, if it goes offshore and they're being offered the numbers we're hearing is $200 million, then where does that money go? Because some of these places reckon they're fit for purpose already. So where would that $200 million go if they don't have to do all the infrastructure? Well, I think firstly, as Team New Zealand have said frequently, you know, and, and I'm biased, of course. I, it's, it's been my like, it's been my love. But yeah. Yeah. the bottom line is Team New Zealand... They cannot, they cannot operate. They can't. They cannot fund themselves on mountain daisies. They actually need funding, and they've been really lucky to have people and some individuals like Matteo Donora, the the Italian, that has helped them out for years and years and years. So Dalton is trying to make the team stand on its own two feet, and and I commend them for that. So look. The, the, if they, they've gone offshore and they, they now probably know what the event is worth yep. if they put it out into the open market, um, Dalton has said frequently his role is to make sure the team is secure and he can secure people to develop the boat to defend the 37th America's Cup. And, and that's his primary goal, to the team. And, and, of course, when we get the politics starting to roll, mm. um, the the infrastructure and the, the further development of downtown Auckland gets lumped into the team. And I, and I think that's quite, it's confusing to me. So it must be really confusing to people that are not passionate about it. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Peter, as far as wages for the, because obviously, you know, Team New Zealand, we know it's a very large group and it has to be because there's so much stuff to be done offshore, so much design work to be done and so on, as well as the racing team uh, themselves. 
But the wages for those people, does that largely come from sponsors, do you know, or not? Well, it comes from the team. And, and again, the, the frequently banded around figure is 85% of your budget goes in, on people. Right. Uh, because they are your biggest asset. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you look at Team New Zealand for what it is, and it is a sports team, but bigger than that, it's a technology base. Mm. And, and it, it's further than just yacht racing. It's the ability for that team to develop equipment at a, at, you know, that leads the world. And, and the flow-on effect, you look at Ian Taylor's group, you know, ARL or Virtual yeah. Spectator down yeah. in Dunedin. That started on the back of 92 America's Cup, and now look at it. It leads the world in 3D animation for sport, which I think is just fantastic. And, and it's those sort of spin-off industries and people and that nicheness and right at the top end of technology that I hope is not being discounted by New Zealanders because it means a lot internationally if you're, you're regarded as a tech country. Absolutely. Um, Peter, last thing from me. Should this cup, should the next cup not be in New Zealand but go offshore to where, whatever part in the world they can, they can stroke an arrangement with, one of the things... Yeah, sorry, just, just very quick. One of the things that sort of concerns me, and we're seeing already we're getting a few text messages, and it happens every time this is talked about, what do, do you think there will be damage done as far as people who kind of love the team at the moment and love watching them race? Do you think that there'll be people who don't understand the full situation even maybe who will feel quite bitter about the fact that it won't be being raced in Auckland? Oh, naturally, if that happens. I mean, I think it's convenient at the moment that the politics are starting to play that, what, within two weeks of an announcement. Mm. So I think there's a game within a game being played. Don't, don't, it's the America's Cup. Don't jump to conclusions until decisions are made. Right. Look, Phil, if it goes offshore, there'll be no one more gutted than me. And uh, I was fortunate enough, what, three weeks ago to, to go to a, a thank you party at Team Zealand for sponsors and friends. And Dalton got up and said that. You know, he just said, listen, I want the Cup to be in New Zealand, but I've got to be able to look after my team and, and to, to continue to develop. I think another key point with the America's Cup is this period now is vital because what happens with teams, you have a lot of time and, and probably not a lot of money early on. And then you get to the America's Cup you're pretty well out of time and you might have a bit of money. And so that's why the team right now, it's crucial, certainly for design and engineering and innovation, that the, that the team are able, the technicians and the scientists are able to operate now. And that's why Golden Wood's playing a tough game, and the board, of course, um, you know, so Stephen Tyndall and, and Bob Field and Greg Horton, who are the board, and Grant, of course, and Kevin Shoebridge, they are leaders in the field. In fact, in some ways, I think I wish they were leading other other areas of, of our society because Team New Zealand as a as a business model is incredibly successful. Pete, just before you go, three rapid-fire questions. Is the new boat design, the new technology, does the funds for that come out of the $100 million or $200 million, whatever they get to negotiate? Some of it, maybe. Okay. I, I, but I think I think out of that hundred million or whatever they're negotiating, more most of that money, I, I, other than probably about thirty million, I believe goes into the event okay. and to further development of downtown Auckland. You, the actual bit that goes to Team New Zealand, the operation, 
is not $100 million. Okay. You mentioned gamesmanship. Perhaps is at play here. What do you think would get it across the line to have it in New Zealand? So the offer's $100 million. Offshore, it's $200 million. If uh, the government and Auckland City Council came out with another $50 million, $150, would that keep it here in your view? Uh, probably. But look, I'm not, a, I'm not up to speed. In fact, I haven't spoken. But finance is not my game. But I think it's a case of the parties, the Board of Team New Zealand and, and Grant Dalton, being able to get around the table with the decision makers nationally and locally in Auckland and, and striking a deal that right. works for both teams. And last thing, Peter, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your feeling of the America's Cup staying in New Zealand? Oh, I think a 6.5, a 7. Right. Very good. Let's hope you're right. Champion. Mate, thank you very much for your time, Peter. Thanks, Peter. All the best, guys. Cheers. Take care.